When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bread and Wine, a candid conversation between a husband and a wife about all things marriage, kids, and money while we have a glass of wine. Cheers, darling. Cheers. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good I'm, now. I was going to say you're probably really good mm-hmm. after five days of being on a relaxation Mexico vacation. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with that. I feel very different than I felt five days ago. That's good. Yeah, everybody, we are here on location here in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, on day, what is this, day five? Day five of our family all-inclusive vacation. My parents uh, were very, very generous, and um, they sort of gifted us this trip. And After reading... Um, after reading Die with, with Zero? zero. <laughs> My, my mom and dad have adopted the die with zero mentality of like, hey, well, let's make some experiences and have some fun. And man, do I want to do this for our kids. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. What a joy. Very cool. Well, what do you want to talk about today, baby? Well, um, I think I've been like dreading doing the next episode Yeah. for a while because I've been feeling really down. Yeah. Um, just... You know, I think it's a total combination, perfect storm, if you will, <laughs> of stress and um, also, you know, there are other factors like the fact that I had, you know, stopped taking some medication that I, was helping me get through some tough times Yeah. after my mom's passing. I had decided to try to take something to help. Um. But for whatever reason, I just, it's not, I, I don't want to have to take a pill every day. Yeah. So I had decided to stop taking um, the medication. And I think after six months of getting it all out of my system, um, I think I ended up right back where I was when I started taking it a year and a half ago. So, I guess I wanted to talk about depression. Sure. Absolutely, Which baby. is a t- total downer of a topic. Well, <laughs> I, know that, I know that's an important topic for you, and it's an important but, topic for a lot of people, uh, especially those that are listening right now. And I think it's a good one for you and I because you don't experience very much up and down. Like, I feel like you are very evenly keeled most of the time and yeah you have your moments where you're like 
I see it. I don't think many other people see it, but I see it. You have days where you're quiet. Yeah, absolutely. Or days yeah. where you're just kind of like a little more negative than usual, but... Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced actual, like, depression for, like, well, a longer period of time? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I guess I don't know how to define depression. Um, well, there you go. Then you've never... Yeah, <laughs> then maybe I have. I don't know. I mean, I've been sad for a couple of days. Um, usually it's about my work situation or... Usually it's about my work situation. Yeah. Uh, whether it's Whether it was my previous corporate career... Or even in 2020, when things were getting pretty rocky with the my business and um, and the pandemic and everything like that, I had some low times. But I, it would be a couple of days, and I'd try to bounce myself back. I mean, sometimes I get sad about things with Calvin or whatever, but I, I, it's it's temporary. Um, so I'm not sure that I have experienced it in a, a sense that you've experienced it. I think for you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's usually pretty situational. It's like it is situational. It's yes. very like, oh, this happened, therefore yes. I'm I'm sad, you yeah. know. And then it's like either the situation passes or you come up with a solution. But for you, it's like very like it makes sense. Like you can put your finger on why you have this mood change. Exactly. Yeah. And I think. For some other people, myself included, sometimes you can't, I can't put my finger on it. I mean, sometimes it's, um, there are always going to be situations in life that you could maybe say like, yeah, that sucks. But I think a lot of it depends on whether you're feeling in the mood of a glass half full or a glass half empty. And for me, like... I, I think there's, like, some sort of chemical, like, not enough serotonin, not enough vitamin D, like, whatever it is, there's an actual chemistry element inside my body that is makes everything glass half empty. So, um, knowing that you don't experience that, I want to know, number one, do you believe it? Do you believe that's even true, or do you just think like well, I don't understand? Absolutely, why I believe would it's be true. I, I, there's many things that I don't personally experience that I don't know how that feels for people. So yeah, I absolutely believe it. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I've experienced it with you for our relationship. So I am more of a believer because of you know your situation uh, for sure. So. Why have you have you come across people that have just said, oh, "Just, just, just get, just be happy"? Well, yeah, <laughs> I do think that's like a pretty. And maybe I was like that. Maybe I was the just be happy guy for a while. Was I? Um, I don't really remember. Okay. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Not recently, though. At least. Probably. Right. I, I think. Well, how do you how do you deal with it now? What do you, what when you. Can you tell when I'm in a mood? Yeah, uh, when when you're when feeling going, sad. Yeah, yeah, I can. What do you do? Um, I try to I I try to do the things that I know that I can't. Okay, this is going to harken back for a couple episodes ago. I know that I can't fix it. Yeah, uh, that's the thing that I shouldn't do right away. But what I can do is be there for you to talk because that's helpful. Because um, I'm I'm all about action, right? So what else can I do? 
I can try to um, eliminate some other things that might make you more sad. So I'm like, okay, what can I do to make this house real nice? Or what can I do to eliminate any um, uh, burdens or, or things that she's got to deal with with the kids? You know, what else can I do to help? Knowing that I can't solve your depression or knowing that I can't solve your sadness, what else can I, what, what else can I do? to be supportive and maybe that's a listening ear maybe that is letting you have time to yourself sometimes you just want to be alone uh, when that happens mm-hmm. um, and then sometimes it's what can I do to just make the the days better for you around the house yeah I, know, I, I do find that to be super helpful and you're right you can't fix it and like I've noticed that you almost back away more so now than than you used to and it's like sometimes I'm like ugh like how rude he's just ignoring the fact that I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. being sad you know that I'm sad or yeah. whatever but it actually helps me to get over it quicker because I do because it's like even though I want you to fawn over me it would actually end up like making me more annoyed in the long run, you know. That so reminds me of how you described your, your childhood when when you'd be in a, a sad mood or mad mood, like like childhood right. mad mood. Right, right. And then like people would pouting. fawn over it and right. then you'd be like, oh yeah, I kind of like that. And then yeah. it would last a little longer. But then when people would ignore it, then it would go away a little right. quicker. As mm-hmm. we're, we were talking about Calvin, you know, and a lot of that. Right, and should we lean into his sadness and help him to get over it? or back away. Yeah. And I think I think there's certain times where, you know, I don't think the same thing will work every single time. But I have noticed we're in a phase right now where backing away seems to make him get over it quicker. For him, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to empathize with your situation. So, like, if I was very, very sad about something, um, yeah, I think combination, I... W- want somebody to ask me why I'm sad and then have talk to me about it and talk through it but then also I would like to be alone more in my thoughts and maybe just try to work through it personally mm-hmm. because no matter how much somebody listens or tries to empathize they don't know exactly what's going on in your brain right um, so it's it's sort of self-discovery and self-solving but yeah, I think I would like if somebody were to be there or, or make space and time mm-hmm. for conversations mm-hmm. and not solving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I keep bringing that up after episodes, but I, I, I feel like I learned a lot from that conversation we had in January. Um, I should have learned 10 years ago, but... Sometimes I, it takes a microphone. Sometimes it takes a microphone, to, exactly. To make, make it sink in. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, why do you think that you don't deal with it? Like, why don't why don't I feel why uh, get depression? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, and it's not like I'm. I don't know. It's not like you and I have too much of a different background, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that is that can happen to people. And the um, more and more people that I meet that have experienced it or expressed that they've had it, mm-hmm. men, women, um, it's just a thing. It happens to people. It blows my mind that you're like, I don't, I don't know how to define it. Because it's like... I don't. That's so nice. The same way I me. couldn't... 
define, I don't know, schizophrenia or mm-hmm. I don't know other other things. Like I think about my cousin uh, um, that has you know situations where he thinks people are after him. Like I I can try to understand that, but I don't really understand what's going on. Right. Well, what do you think about taking medication? I don't think there's anything wrong with taking medication if it helps you. Neither do I, but yet I'm trying to, like, understand why. Um, cause I, because I would tell somebody else, like, there's nothing wrong with taking it, but yet I decided to stop. Well, reasons you've I, given I me in the why. past for not wanting to take it is that it dulls other that's senses true. of yours I did, that did have some side makes effects. you less sharp or makes you less my memory was your memory not yeah as, I mean, so it's great. not like it's a magic pill right. it's got, it does have side effects yeah, it has side effects I've also realized that my not necessarily depression but a little bit of the the anxiety part of that um, has a lot of pros to it yeah. it's like it, yeah, it sucks that my mind races at bedtime, and sometimes I lay there for two hours before I can fall asleep because I'm thinking about the day's events and I'm worrying about tomorrow, and that does suck. But it also helps me to remember things that I would have otherwise forgotten. Yeah, like it was like it's like oh I forgot to email this to that person or oh my gosh Calvin is gonna need a note to go home with yeah. so tomorrow. Yep. So like I make this mental list. You get about a hundred things done after I go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and even if it's just in my brain, I, I remember like, okay, I need the, to do those four things in the morning. So it's like that anxiety or whatever it is, you know, it can be kind of like, it sucks because I get less sleep and I feel like I am more worried and a little higher stress and all of that. But when I was taking medication and I slept like a baby, I forgot all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be like the next day and I'd have forgotten to send the email. I'd have forgotten to send Calvin with his blue note. Mm. Like, so it's like, I don't know, man. I was going to say, you so what's the solution? But I don't know there's a solution because it's like, well, okay, you eliminate the amount of worries that you have. I mean, maybe, maybe that's not today. Maybe that's five years from now. But we're always going to have things that we're worried about. We're always going to mm-hmm. have things that maybe make us anxious or, you know, no matter how financially well off we are or how, whatever, how much time we've created in our schedule, there's always going to be something that's going to occupy your mind. That's just how your mind works. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to provide solutions right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we're doing. We're, we're, we're talking about what is, really. Right. Um, how do you feel about taking medication versus not? I mean, now that you've taken a break, what is your... Honestly, I kind of feel like all I did was kick the can down the road. Yeah. Like, because someday... You're going to want to stop taking the medication or you're going to get have to keep up in the dose or whatever it is. And I just I just kind of feel like eventually those feelings will come back. And what I've experienced and this is by no means I'm not telling anybody to like not take medication like I sure there is such a real chemical element to this. Like, yes, there is situation situational depression for sure. But I think there's also just some body chemistry that goes into it. For me, it was the perfect storm of both happening at the same time. Like, it was just like, 
you know, but when I, when I decided to start taking it, my mom had passed. Um, it was winter. Um, it was, you know, just, I think naturally, uh, I just kind of go through some mood swings and phases during the year. Mm-hmm. So it was like that was happening. And, um, I was feeling stressed, you know, so it was like all of these things were happening and it was chemical and situational all at the same time. And, um, so I think taking something sounded like a great way to get like bridge, bridge me to the next year where I might be feeling better just situationally, um, and naturally. So I, I, you know, I took it for like a year, maybe a little over a year thinking that, okay, now maybe the wound, some of the wound has healed, take the Band-Aid off, <laughs> let it get some air. <laughs> um, and what I found was I feel like I had just pushed pause on the depression and then I pushed play again. And mm. it was like, boom, wow. right back. So I don't know. I don't, it's probably just so a you unique like experience to myself. Well, for me, the inevitability anyway. of, of feeling those feelings. Yeah. So now I feel like I just need to like go through it. I feel like I just need to go through it and you know, it sucks, but I, I just, I feel like, um, you know, I, I went for a physical, my physical and talked about all of this with the doctor and I'm like, but I hesitate to tell you these things because, um, I don't want to, I don't want to be prescribed something right now. Mm. I'm just, I just don't feel like I'm ready to try something else yet. And, um, so it's like kind of like, what's the point in telling your doctor? Like, what can they really do about it? So you didn't bring it up or you did? I did, but I told her, I'm not sure why I'm telling you. And what did she say? And she uh, she was basically like, yep, I completely understand. And, um, you know, if you, she kind of did describe to me the difference between different types of medications and how, you know, a different one might have a very different effect and yada, yada, and how they play on different, um, reactions within your body. So I appreciated that, um, little lesson, medical lesson, um, and it, you know, might be something that I consider in the future, but I think it was just a conversation where we, we just got it all out there. I said, I, I, I am depressed right now, but I, I, I understand why, like, it's just this horrible cocktail of, you know, still grappling with having no parents and going through a stressful time within my career, trying to figure out a good balance of, you know, what I, what I want to be doing and, and trying to feel fulfilled in that. And, um, you know, also going through like horrible Michigan winter, yeah. no sunshine and yeah, no, we're in the dead no of warmth and not winter. exercising, you yeah. know, like there's just all of these things. And, you know, she, she did say like, well, what are the things that are natural, um, things that help you to feel good. And I'm like, I named like four things that were all not possible at this time of the year. I love sunshine. I love Mm -hmm. running outside. I love doing yard work. Um, you know, and 
I love watching my children play with the neighbors and run around outside, and I can do none of those right now. Well, maybe we so. do need to move. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we've got what? We got sixty more years of life, or whatever. Yeah. I will say, like, yeah, I it, be it's happy. Being here in Mexico and being warm and in sunshine and relaxing and exercising is, it is like medicine. Yeah. And I have had a smile plastered on my face for All the last week. five days. Yeah. So I do know that there is some element of this. It's like, it literally, this is my medicine. Like, yes. I need this. It this. is. Yes. Um, so I know, I know that it's not forever, but man, when you're in the moment, it feels like it's never going to go away. Yeah. So that's why when my mom was like, oh, five days is pretty good for this vacation. You're like, uh, how about 365? <laughs> right. <laughs> how about 365? <laughs> not five. We never leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Wow. So. This is, I'm, I don't know what it is about these little microphones we're wearing, but I don't feel like you've opened up like this with me in a while. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, it's, it's kind of a weird topic to, like, just bring up. You know, like... It's important, I though, sweetheart. I, I love you, and I'm, I'm your guy, man. I, I'm with it's a, you. It's, all, it's also a downer conversation. I know it's real, and I don't know why I... I'm opening up to total strangers, you know? I don't know why I feel so. Maybe it's just because I can't see anybody's faces. Sure. I'm actually not sure that I want this episode to ever go live. I understand. But, um, but it, it's kind of hard to, to have a downer conversation with somebody who's never experienced it and yes. somebody who um, doesn't, you know, like... I don't know. You're 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 happy, and I don't want to like bum your day out. You know what I mean? So it's hard for you to want to bring it up to me because you're like, well, he's he's happy. I don't want to affect his happiness. Yeah, you know, you can kind of feel like a, a, a dark cloud. Like I don't want to be a dark cloud coming over somebody's sunshine. Well, so. I don't know. How do we balance that? I mean, how do we? I choose you. Like, I mean, I, I choose the good and I choose the, the sad. Like, what? I mean, I, I want to be there for you. I know. So. Well, I think what you said. Don't hold back, please. I think what you said in the beginning is is good. I mean, I know that you know me well enough now to know when I'm yeah. feeling down. And maybe you don't know to what degree. But I know that you know when I'm feeling down. And I, I have noticed that you've given me space and you've given me a clean kitchen, which definitely helps. Um, and I don't, I don't know what more you can do. I think it's just something that's unfortunate that I deal with in my life that you now deal with in your life and because that's okay. of me. <laughs> and that's okay. I, I choose you. I love you. We just need to have some coping mechanisms like vacations. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why we continue to allocate a lot of our time and money towards vacations. Because right. we both love them. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, Nicole really needs those vacations. I got to go on this can vacation. We, can we, based on this <laughs> conversation, can we use our HSA card? <laughs> I would, I'm good guy. Vacations? I'm going to lobby Congress. Honestly, to say, it's vitamin D. Use your D. HSA card. 
I mean, talk about mental health improvement. Right. Honestly. Right. I I think we're onto something. I think we are. <laughs> we need to we need to lobby for good. I'm, yeah. going, I'm going to I'm going to DC. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's gonna, I think there can be a lot of improvements with the HSA for sure. I won't nerd out on that, but no, I I um this has been really good. It's been we're only we're only on day five of day of of seven day trip. So um tomorrow we tomorrow's our last day. We do our look at me. I'm glass half empty right now. I'm like no, tomorrow's the last day because there's Sunday is travel. That's true. Well, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, Sunday is Sunday's pretty much a full travel day. Mm-hmm. They're make they're, they're we got to get on the bus a couple hours early and all that. And that's so classic, Andy. You're like two more days, and that's classic, Nicole. I'm like one more day. <laughs> well, even part tomorrow, we got to get our COVID tests before in the morning. So right. part of it's getting interrupted. But tomorrow morning, you and I are going to get up extra early. And we're going to go watch the sunrise. Right. I've never done that. Bucket list material. On beach. Playa del Carmen Beach is so soft and lovely. Gorgeous. We're going to sit there and we're going to watch the sunrise together. Yep. Okay. Key takeaways. All right. Key takeaway time. Well, Would you like me to start? Do you want to start? I'll start by okay. just saying, um, I mean, neither one of us are denying this, but... I'll state the obvious that depression is super real. Yes. <laughs> Even though you can't see it. Yes. You know, it's not like it's not like cancer where you can see it on a um, on, a, on a, a scan. You know, but man, it is so real, and it can be situational based on situations like losing a loved one, or um, you know, just feeling some a loss in your life or stress and desperation or it can be a chemical imbalance um and when it's the worst it can be both (laughs) but it's real and um i think maybe we just need to know our bodies and 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 learn what the coping mechanisms for that work for us are absolutely and if you come across somebody Who's depressed or has depression and you don't have that in your life, just simply telling them to be happier is probably the probably the biggest punch in the dick you could ever do. <laughs> You're going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> well, you can't say dick on podcast? I don't think. All right. Well, I don't know. Anyway, you know what I mean. Stick. Go with stick. stick. That's what I said. I said stick three <laughs> Thank times. Calvin. <laughs> um... Key takeaway number two for me, because <laughs> I thought that was your key takeaway. Oh, okay. Don't don't tell someone just to be yeah. happy. <laughs> key takeaway number two: don't t- don't tell somebody who's depressed to just be happy, <laughs> because that's probably the worst thing you could say. It's well. like telling someone with a broken arm, stop having a broken arm. Yeah. Like just like mend the, your bone. Yeah. Just stop whining. Don't about have it. a broken arm. Right. Be happy. It's just it's not. Things possible. could be worse. You know, like. Why are you depressed? Like, yeah. you got a great life. Yeah. Mm, ooh, ooh, ooh. You want to get me? You want to get me? Ooh, ooh. Yeah. yeah, no, that's... And that's... The, I, don't, I don't think, like, there's any denying that there are wonderful things in someone's life, but, like, it's just at that moment, you know, it's kind of hard to... It's not helpful. Bounce back and... 
Right. It's just, it's hard to, like, focus on the good things. No, now that it's coming out of my mouth, though, I feel like it's, like, it's a, it's a selfish response from the person talking to you that they don't want to get down. Yeah. And they don't want to hear about it. And they don't want to, they just don't want to hear about it. And so that's, like, well, then you're not really a friend or you're not really trying hard to empathize. Hmm. That's an interesting, interesting theory, yeah. Because it's, yeah, I mean, it's like... And I'm saying I that to myself, it. too. It's not like I've never I done that it. before. No one know? wants to be bummed out. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I, I don't think it's possible for someone who's feeling down to just snap out of sure. it. Sure. And I got to remember that with the kids, too. You know, when you're like... When they're they're having meltdowns and we're like, just be quiet or yeah. stop that. You know, stop yeah. screaming. Stop. Right. You don't want to go to the pool <laughs> on the fifth day. Stop crying. <laughs> just just go. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. You good do reminders. Um, three. I I will say um, that I'm not saying medication is bad. But what I'm saying is um, that maybe we just need to know our bodies and know what what works and doesn't work. I, I know that I um, I know that I will get through, you know, some of the the tough times, and you know, as time goes on, like I'll feel less and less sadness and pain over loss. So I just need to remind myself that I got to, you know, do things that will make me feel better until I get over that bridge. Um, Exercise, yard work, when it gets nice out, just all those good things. So I don't know. That was probably that overlaps what I said in number one. (laughs) So we could do a (laughs) 3.5. It's true, baby. Spring will be here soon. It's a yeah. new beginning. We are weeks away from spring. And February's rough, man. February's yeah. rough in Michigan. We always know that, you and I. Yeah. And so maybe just a part of our path forward is like kick February's ass. You know, like, what are we going to do to get out of town or just spice things? January, February, whatever. It's yeah. kind of a. A, a big time so right. I hear you man I hear you um yeah do you have any others no I'm good I'm good three three and a half is good everybody oh um maybe three uh key takeaway three point seven five um I would say is um you know sometimes <clears throat> sometimes depression and or anxiety um, can actually have some pros to it. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Know? So even though it's like I, I I hate feeling that way, it's a part of me and it makes me who I am. Yeah. Um, and it makes me sensitive and it makes me remember things because I am rolling things around in my brain at night. And, you know, and so I don't know how else to say it other than it helps define who I am. So even though it's sometimes a terrible feeling, it's an important one and it's part of me. 
Absolutely. Being anxious has pros and cons. It does. You can feel like sad about it and, and your mind is racing, but man, do you get things done <laughs> and you're <laughs> and organized. And remember everything. And you remember everything. Yeah. Do you know how we're just talking about how my memory is not that great, but yeah. your memory is Oh my solid. God, you're like blissfully happy because you don't remember <laughs> anything. Because I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, my feelings of sadness and depression and just sometimes where it, when it's it comes out of nowhere for no reason because it's literally probably just chemicals not balancing helps me to understand the children and be yeah. empathetic with that. That's true. And to help them get through it. So, yeah. So, these Especially these if they traits. have a version or somewhat similar situation as you do. Right. Talk about empathy. These, these traits... Um, are not intrinsically all bad. Yeah. Even though they can kind of make you feel icky. But they do have some pros to them. That's right. That's my 3.82. 3.82. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for being um, with us tonight and, and, and talking about this uh, important topic that affects lots of people. Lots of people. And... Um, getting a peek into what's going on in our lives. If you have any ideas for topics that you want us to cover in the future, please let us know. You can go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. Shoot us a voicemail. Let us know. Or shoot us an email at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. And at marriagekidsandmoney.com. I had two drinks now, and that's catching up to me. <laughs> and hopefully we will uh, have some conversations with you all very soon on Friday in the near future. And thank you all. And... Carlos, you've been shooting us notes, man. We appreciate it. We love you. Mm, thanks, Carlos. <laughs> we'll talk now soon, I, everybody. Now you know why I haven't yeah. <laughs> necessarily been in the mood yeah. to uh, do a show. Carlos has got your back patient. no matter what. I know that, as well as everybody else listening. So cheers to you, Nicole. Yeah, and, uh, and cheers for being brave and sharing with it's us. It's kind of a, a cheesy quote, but um, it's a true one that I think about a lot is this too shall pass. So, Absolutely. Phases. Everything will will change. That quote helps me a lot. Wait, what is it? There, there's another another good quote. What? It's the only the only thing that is constant is change. Is change <laughs> absolutely? So sometimes that can be good, and sometimes that can be bad. Right now, I'm ready for the ready for the next chapter. Ready for the next chapter. Yeah. Cheers so to cheers that. Cheers and thanks everyone. Cheers everybody.